Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. This is just the latest in the Biden family corruption stuff that's been yeah. coming out. We saw Senator Grassley push to release this FBI document right. very recently that alleges that the Biden family was uh, uh, both Joe Biden himself and Hunter Biden both received $5 million in bribes. Yeah. Uh, did you get a chance to review that document? What did you think about it? I think it? it's terrible. There's never been a time like this in our country. They go around indicting me for nothing. For, you know, for really political uh, interference or election interference is what they're practicing at a level nobody's ever seen. And this is a crime family. That was like mobsters, the way they spoke on the phone, the way he spoke on the phone about his father sitting there. And he was sitting there. He would, does anyone have a doubt about that? Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. No, this is a uh, thing that this country has never seen before. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, son of a bitch. One of Hunter Biden's former business partners is testifying behind closed doors to the Republican-led House Oversight Committee. Devin Archer ignored reporters' questions as he arrived on Capitol Hill today, as you're seeing on those images. Now, as I said, Devin Archer is late for this uh, closed-door transcribed interview. He will not be under oath in this conversation today. There's only a couple of members here, Dan Goldman, who you just heard from, Jim Jordan, Republican from Ohio, and also, as we speak, here comes Devin Archer. Let's just go over here and see if we can get a word with Devin Archer as he walks into the building. Mr. Archer, what do you uh, intend to tell the committee today? Do you have anything to say? Did you have meetings with the Bidens, and can you elaborate on those things? Did anyone tell you not to appear today, sir? So obviously, mum is the word from Devin Archer there. But again, this meeting is going to start, going to last for about four hours total. Republicans will start with the uh, interview. They'll go for an hour, then toggle over to the Democrats, back to the Republicans, and then go to the Democrats. Uh, we expect a transcription of this interview to appear later this week, perhaps in three or four days. All David? right, Chad, good for you. You got all the questions in. The problem is he had that million-dollar smile But none of the on. answers. Yeah, <laughs> he clearly was not talking. Uh, going to do that behind closed doors. Good work, Chad. Thank you very much. His appearance comes as House Republicans ramp up their investigations into Hunter Biden and whether President Joe Biden had any involvement in his son's business dealings. Welcome to the BCP podcast. I am James BCP and I am hoping that I don't embarrass myself. I am about less than two hours since the supposedly the anesthesia has worn off. For those of you watching, you can see that I've got a little wristband um, and little blood drawn as I just now returned from an afternoon at the hospital. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. I'll get into it some other time. But as I was coming out of the anesthesia and I was able to finally get on a phone and see what was going on, 
boy, are the last 90 minutes have I been consuming everything uh, I can about Devin Archer over in Congress today and the cover-up from the mainstream media and from Democrats. It's an absolute shysta show. So let me hit the introduction and let's get into this. Let me give you the bullet points. I want. I definitely was not going to skip out on making this report for y'all today. So let's hit the introduction and get into this. Gotta give us what we want. Uh. Gotta give us what we need. Hey. Our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We got to fight the powers that be. Fight the power. Republicans say Archer is a critical part of their investigation. Why? Yeah, and, and Diane, just as we were sitting down here to talk to you, we got word that Devin Archer is inside that room in the Capitol for that deposition with the House Oversight Committee. He arrived not long ago. House Republicans say that he is a close business associate of Hunter Biden's, the president's son, and he's part of their investigation into Hunter Biden's business dealings. We know that House Republicans have consistently tried to tie Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings with then Vice President Joe Biden and say that their finances are linked, but we haven't seen any concrete evidence so far. Uh, the same leftist press that was overjoyed with the impeachment of President Trump over a phone call, parroting the idea that there's been no concrete evidence yet that the finances are linked between the Bidens. As if, even as stupid as Joe is, he would have China wire the money straight to his account. Of course not. They set up shell companies and they did all kinds of other things. I am surprised. It is six o'clock in the evening, Mountain Standard Time, here in Utah, where I currently reside. And <clears throat> that makes it nine, uh, excuse me, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm looking at all the major news outlets, CBS, ABC, NBC. Most of them have not, uh, maybe they're, they're, they're their broadcasts are going on right now, and they haven't uploaded them to their uh, to their channels and other places uh, online. But most of them are still reporting on what happened earlier in the day, or going in and refuting the evidence that was presented by Devin Archer. They went from covering up, going, "This is probably not going to be a big deal." Trying to they're trying to make a link that Devin Archer was the supposed. He was on the border of Burisma and a friend of Hunter Biden. And he started Rosemont Seneca. You see, you see the dishonesty of this press? And like I was saying, there's pretty much two things going on in the major news. Uh, either old news about Devin Archer about to go in and how the House Republicans are hoping for something. And then now that it's happened, they're not really reporting on what was said and what Devin Archer did during said deposition or said during said de deposition, but they're already going into crisis management mode. So let me tell you what went on there, what we have knowledge so far about what took place in there, okay? Devin Archer, which is Hunter Biden's best friend in business, told House investigators that Burisma Holdings would have gone out of business if it were not for the so-called Biden brand, which Joe Biden promoted on phone calls with Burisma executives. Now, we have Tony Bobolinsky who already said this. Now we have Devin Archer saying it. If 
Now, remember, when it comes to President Trump, he's guilty because of un, unnamed people with knowledge of the matter coming forward. But when we actually have two people that were actual business partners of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, they still want to say there's no proof. So, okay, here we go. In 2014, Archer and Hunter Biden both joined the border Burisma, that's the Ukrainian energy company, with a whole bunch of legal challenges. It was under investigation for fraud, wrongdoing, and corruption. And Burisma paid Hunter Biden $83,000 a month on its board. Now, Archer testified that in December of 2015, co-founder Burisma, Mykola Klujewski, and Vadim Pozharsky, an executive of Burisma, Forgive my butchering of these Ukrainian names. They put pressure on Hunter Biden to help from Washington, to get help from D.C. Because Viktor Shokin, the Ukrainian prosecutor, was investigating Burisma for corruption. Now, we've seen the video a million times at this point where Joe Biden in 2018 at the Council on Foreign Relations bragged about the firing of prosecutor Viktor Shokin. And he did that back in 2015. To the visit, he met with Ukrainian President uh, Poroshenko in Kiev about Ukraine's uh, corruption, and then he got Viktor Shokin fired. Just in case you haven't seen this clip or haven't seen it in a while, here it is. Joe Biden absolutely admitting to this crime. Well, good afternoon. I want to welcome one and all to today's Council on Foreign Relations meeting. My name is Richard Haas, by the way. Uh, I work here at the Council on Foreign Relations. And I uh, work for Richard. <laughs> and we're uh, joined today by the gentleman on my right, Joe Biden, who, of course, served as the 47th vice president of uh, these United States and who now uh, leads the uh, Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement. I'm desperately concerned about the backsliding on the part of uh, uh, Kiev in terms of corruption. They made, I mean, I'll, I'll give you one concrete example. I, I, I was, not I, I, but it just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over. Right, I guess the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they, had, they were walking out to the press conference and said, no, nah, I said, I'm not gonna, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. Someone who was solid, meaning someone who was solidly looking away from the corruption over uh, at Burisma. We know from just past reporting and information that four months after that meeting that Joe Biden had where he used the billion-dollar loan as leverage, Poroshenko was fired. Uh, an FBI informant alleged that Joe and Hunter Biden accepted a $5 million bribe from Lechevsky of Burisma for that to happen. 
Archer said that Hunter Biden, along with Lajewski and Pojarski, called D.C., those, that's the exact term, to speak about the legal situation. Biden, Lajewski, and Pojarski stepped away to make the call. Over 20 times, Hunter Biden placed Joe Biden on speakerphone during business meetings with Archer present. That's what Archer told the House investigators. Archer also testified that Joe Biden was put on the phone to sell the brand. The brand meaning the Biden name. This is Justin News reporting. The former business partner at Rosemont Seneca Firm, who was convicted in 2018 in a tribal bond fraud scheme, also told lawmakers that Hunter Biden was pressured in late 2015 to help deal with Prosecutor General Victor Shokin's corruption investigation as Joe Biden was preparing to travel to Ukraine. In December 2015, Mykola Lajewski, the owner of Burisma, and uh, Vadim Pujarski, an executive of Burisma, placed constant pressure on Hunter Biden to get help from D.C. regarding the Ukrainian prosecutor, Victor Shokin. Shokin was investigating Burisma for corruption. Hunter Biden, along with Lajewski, Pujarski, called D.C. to discuss the matter. They went in, uh, they stepped away to make the phone call. A few days after that meeting, Joe Biden visited Ukraine as vice president and began an effort to force Ukraine's president to fire Shokin, eventually threatening to withhold $1 billion in U.S. loan guarantees if the termination did not happen. Now, of course, the apologists and the suck-ups and the propaganda machine and deflectors have long said that the firing was not related to uh, Burisma and was a result of U.S. policy because of the Obama administration thought that Shokin was cor- corrupt. That's right. The corrupt Obama administration was worried about the corruption of one particular... Okay, just think about this. The United States President uh, Obama sends Joe Biden and Obama supposedly wants some random guy named Victor Shokin to be fired for investigating a company that Hunter Biden's son and business partner happened to be on making millions of dollars. We're absolutely supposed to believe that there is no connection whatsoever. This is absolutely ridiculous. Now, Devin Archer also told the House investigators that Burisma Holdings would have gone out of business if it were not for the so-called Biden brand, which Joe Biden promoted on phone calls with Burisma executives. And of course, he also made the Shokin thing go away. House Oversight Committee Chair uh, James Comer summarized Archer's testimony in in a press statement afterwards saying, quote, Devin Archer's testimony today confirms Joe Biden lied to the American people when he said when he said he had no knowledge about his son's business dealings and was not involved. Joe Biden was the brand that his son sold around the world to enrich the Biden family. When Joe Biden was vice president of the United States, he joined Hunter Biden's dinners with his foreign business associates in person or by speakerphone over 20 times. When business owners were facing pressure from the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating the company for corruption, Archer testified that Burisma executives asked Hunter to call D.C., after a Burisma board meeting in Dubai. Comer also said in December 2015, um, because of what happened, Biden, Lajewski, and Bozharski, uh, where they they walked away and made the call to D.C., that this raised concerns that Hunter Biden was in violation of FARA, the Foreign Agent Registration Act. Wow. This is quid pro quo, the allegation that Joe Biden, through his family, took bribes from foreign companies using his son as a conduit. Even without an explicit quid pro quo, however, there are also legal grounds for prosecuting bribery based on so-called stream of services over time. 
Now, the New York Post also noted that F- former FBI official Chris Swecker, who led the Bureau's criminal investigations division from, two, from 04 to 06, said that the things didn't look good for President Biden, knowing that many... The many alleged speaker phone calls, quote, as head of the criminal division, we saw this quite a bit in bribery cases. It's called stream of services. You sell access or something of value and you get something back in return, but it's not an express quid pro quo. It's just an understanding. But if you can match up the services within a reasonable period of time with the thing of benefit, in this case, $10 million of whatever it is, then you have the bribery. Now, just because the President Biden didn't receive the money and it went to his son instead is not a way for him to be saved from this. Uh, politicians are routinely convicted of bribery for arrangements benefiting their relatives. And Biden had all kinds of relatives, including grandchildren, benefit from this very easily in a court of law that is outside of D.C. and not corrupt. You can prove the bribery, the quid pro quo, and the treasonous actions of one Joe Biden who deserves a traitor's reward. Now, that wasn't the only huge thing uh, that was revealed. Um, Let me show you something from last year. Do I have it here? Let me see here. Yeah, this is last year when Corrine Jean-Pierre refused to say why Biden didn't sanction Russian billionaire Alina Batorina. Uh, regarding Russia's sanctions, I'm wondering if you could uh, share the reason why President Biden hasn't sanctioned the Russian billionaires uh, Vladimir Yevtushenkov and Yelena Batarina. Um, how, how is he handling the conflict of interest there, giving his son was a business associate of these two people? And can you confirm that as sitting vice president, he dined with Batarina in Georgetown? I, I'm just not speaking to um, anything that's related to his son from here. If you want to have, if you want to ask a question about uh, Hunter Biden specifically, I would refer you to his family. And as it relates to any sanctions, I'm not speaking to individual uh, individual persons uh, that are from Russia. Now, last year, when Corrine Jean-Pierre refused to answer the questions, she made it about Hunter Biden and didn't want to talk about individual sanctions. But one of the questions in there that she did not answer, refused to answer, which was not about the sanctions and was not about the son, Hunter Biden. But what it was, the question was, did Joe Biden have dinner or have a meal in Georgetown with this oligarch? Well, today, Hunter Biden's best friend and business associate, Devin Archer, testified that Joe Biden met with Russia's Yelena Batarino, who later invested into uh, four, invested $40 million into Hunter Biden's real estate ventures. And she also paid Hunter Biden $3.5 million in consulting fees. Yelena Batarino was a billionaire widow of a corrupt Moscow ma- uh, mayor who was left off of Biden's sanctions list. So... We're finding out that was a, a a lot more going on. The relationship between the president's son and Yelena Batorina, the billionaire widow of a corrupt Moscow mayor, has already been flagged as alarming by a Senate report after she mysteriously wired $3.5 million to a company linked to honor. Batarina's brother, Victor Batarin, told DailyMail.com the money was a payment to enter the American market. But DailyMail.com can now reveal that Hunter's financial relationship with Batarina Batarina was far more extensive with her firm investing $40 million in real estate venture by Hunter's company, Rosemont Realty. In 2012, Hunter's firm had a $69.7 million plan to invest 2.15 million square feet of office space 
in seven U.S. cities. Documents outlined the plan so the money came from a mix of investors, including $40 million from Intico Management AG, a Swiss company owned by Batterina. The Intico Group is a plastics and construction behemoth that made Batterina the richest woman in Russia. At the time, she has a current net worth of $1.4 billion, according to Forbes. Now, last year, uh, Biden was also asked about uh, why he hadn't sanctioned Russian oligarch Eladina Baderina, who did business with his son. And of course, his answer was classic Joe Biden. Elena Baterina, who did business with your son. For those of you listening to this in the podcast and not watching it, or those of you who were have the video on, but aren't paying attention, Joe Biden just had that look of stupor and didn't answer the question. He looked like a deer in headlights. But we're finally... Uh, we, I mean, what more proof do you need? Both people that were in business with the Bidens are saying all of this. And oh, by the way, they have confirmed that he is the big guy himself. Um, all right, so here is Andy Biggs, Republican out of Arizona, uh, a reporter asking him his opinion based on Archer's testimony today. Do you think the President of the United States is compromised based on Archer's testimony? I think so. I think so. And we'll, con- we'll continue to, to do our, our due diligence and our research. On the phone calls, um, Dan Goldman told us that all of the times that Joe Biden was put on speakerphone or showed up at a dinner. There was always niceties, nothing about business things. Is that? Yeah, but 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 he probably forgot to tell you that Devin Archer himself said that was an implication of of who the big guy is. I mean, and and, and Archer talked about the big guy and and how Hunter Biden always said we need to talk to my guy. We need to see when my guy is going to be here. And those types of things. Did so, you talk about yeah. the bribe at all? So, the $5 million bribe and the SEC? He, he didn't know anything about it. You can tell by the reporter's question that the spin was already and is already in effect. That Joe Biden, according to Devin Archer, they didn't speak business like details of the business, but it, it was part of the people knowing that Joe Biden was working for them on their behalf. But the left and the Marxist and the propagandists, the MSNDCs, MSDNCs, and the CNNs, they're trying to paint this as some sort of victory for the Biden family that, see, oh yeah, yeah, we lied that Joe Biden knew nothing about his son's business dealings, but the new lie is that he had nothing to do with his son's business. He was just saying niceties. He was just saying hello. He was just being cordial. And that is what they're running on, folks. Literally, that is what they expect us to swallow and say, oh yeah, I guess Joe Biden really wasn't involved in his son's business and there was no corruption. I guess was, you're just supposed to ignore all the money that the Bidens got because of it. So Goldman sort of explaining that Archer qualified uh, the, the topics of discussion on these phone calls as niceties that Biden sometimes didn't even know who was um, in, on the other line with his son uh-huh. Hunter. And, you know, sources in the room telling CNN now that Archer did not point the finger directly at any sort of a connection between Joe Biden and his son's foreign business dealings and rather, you know, um, said that he was, that Hunter Biden was selling the illusion of said access. Horace? 
Really a stunning development, Zach, when you consider that Republicans were selling this as, as a breakthrough that would link Hunter's business dealings with his father. Instead, business was apparently never discussed, according to Devin Archer. Zach Cohen, thanks so much for the reporting. Brianna? Unbelievable. Annie Biggs came out and said, when they tried to put that spin on him, he goes, yes, but Devin Archer said that the brand was the Bidens, that Biden was the big guy, my guy, and that is what was being sold to these people. And CNN with that spin. And where did the spin come from? Oh, it came from many. But uh, we're going to end with this, folks. Democrat Representative Dan Goldman says Hunter Biden frequently put his dad on speakerphone with foreign associates. But it was not to talk about business. It was niceties. And a particular nicety that the leftist Marxists love to talk about. So, so to confirm, you're saying that the speakerphone conversations, they don't seem concerning to you because there is no specifics about business, and it just seemed like it was clear about- that It was clear the, that it was as part of the daily conversations that Hunter Biden had with his father, um, and it was, and, and sounds like most of the time, uh, now President Biden didn't even know who the people he was at dinner, he was just asked to say hello. Uh, and he would, you know, talk about the, the way he described it several times. They asked over and over and over. He described what the weather was. <laughs> what the weather was. Oh, man. I guess all of this corruption, you can say, was Joe Biden talking to his people about how the weather was. Is it me? Or are they always trying to blame the weather, a.k.a. climate change on everything, even including the corruption? I can't handle this. Let me fully recover. I'll be back tomorrow. Gotta give us what we want. Uh. Gotta give us what we need. Hey. Our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We, we got, got to fight the